This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Most people have no idea that there's an invisible gap in their home's protection. Your home, your equity, your financial legacy is all at risk. And this invisible threat is called house stealing. The FBI says... Uh, con artists can pick a house. They can be a vacation home, a, a rental property, or the home someone is living in right now. They transfer the deed of the house into their name by obtaining the forms using fake IDs, filing paperwork with the proper authorities, and now they own the home. Where does that leave you? Uh, up, um, you don't want, you don't want it. It's up a creek, and you don't want to know the name of that creek. Um, so, what do you do? Well, you have to fight back. You have to protect yourself. Really, you know. After this happens to you, you don't want to go through the process of trying to unwind it. What you'd rather do is just stop it before it starts. And Home Title Lock can do that for you. Uh, They can protect your home with uh, all sorts of protections that, honestly, you don't even think you need. But you do need them. HomeTitleLock.com. Be sure to use the promo code BECK and they will send you a complete scan of your home's title. Make sure it's safe now. And going forward, they'll give you 30 risk-free days of triple lock protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code is Beck. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code is Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Before you paint, you have to do something to the surface. What do you do? You prime it. Why do you prime a surface? You prime it so the paint that you put on top of the primer sticks and holds. Priming is... uh, a powerful, powerful thing, especially in the cognitive and social psychology world. We are being primed in two ways, and I want you to understand it. By understanding it, perhaps you can share it. You can change some of the things that you do so that paint doesn't stick on you. We begin there in 60 seconds. If you're like me, you lost all of your guns. Oh, man, back. I don't even know when that 
tragic boating accident was. I'll never, I'll never give up hope that one of these days I'll be able to find those guns. Uh, but in the meantime, my Mantis X is at the ready. So it can save me money on ammunition, which I also lost. Uh, and so now I can practice at home or any place. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system called Mantis X, and it was widely or is widely used by the military. Started with Marines, now it's all of them. And it improves your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm, connect it to an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. And then whenever you're firing actual rounds or dry firing, it'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. So start improving today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. So priming is done. Uh, it is. It, it used to be known as propaganda, and this is why uh, some uh, futurists say that by 2030 we will begin. And I think we already have begun having this discussion, but it will be everywhere. The discussion of do you really have any free will anymore, or have you been primed or influenced? Uh, by several different things without you even noticing or knowing about it. Priming, when it comes to social psychology and and cognitive uh, psychology, it's the process by, um, by which exposure to one stimulus influences a response to a subsequent stimulus without any conscious guidance or intention. You just do it. Now, this was first harnessed by advertisers and social media platforms are really bad and governments. And when it's used by governments or God forbid, all three together. You're pretty hopeless and helpless unless you know about it. So let me explain it. The human brain is constantly bombarded with sensory data. And so it it uses shortcuts uh, to expedite decision making and priming exploits these shortcuts. When an individual is exposed to uh, a specific stimulus, the prime, it activates related nodes in your memory. And once that has an activated concept or idea that influences your response. So let's take advertising. Let's take Coca-Cola. When you see Coca-Cola, when you see seven up, when you see those commercials, what are those commercials usually showing you with seven up? It's usually like somebody in a swing, you know, going, you know, a tire swing going into a lake and everybody's there and having a good time. Uh, Coca-Cola is always with your friends or your family having a good time, uh, laughter, romance, all of this. So what happens is that's priming. That's all they're doing is priming you. So when you look at the product, you think of family, friends, laughter, good times. When you're in those situations, you want a Coke. That's priming. 
Okay, and it influences your decision whether you know it or not. Social media platforms really, really use this. The algorithms dictate what you see on your feed. You can say, I want to see Glenn Beck on Facebook. I sign up. I follow him. I want his post. You will miss 95% of my posts now. The algorithm has shut me down so hard. Hardest ever. They've shut me down so hard. Only 5% of what I post gets out. So it's not you. You're not being influenced by the things you're asking to be influenced by. They are priming you and showing you other things that they think you need to see. By controlling the content and the sequence and the frequency of whatever it is you see, they can prime users to spend more time online, engage with certain types of content, or even influence political and social attitudes. And that's what's happening now. The black box. Did you post the black box? Did you post the black box? Everybody's posting it, you know. BLM was not tracking. It was not trending when the riots first started. And then they boosted the algorithm and put that in the top 10. And that you were primed. And that became BLM. Now, the same thing is true with governments. Governments can prime you to support certain policies. They know you love, you wanted to be called a patriot. You don't anymore, but you wanted to be called a patriot after 9-11, so we have the Patriot Act. They associate things. They can get you to support policies and civil activities. They can get you to view situations in a particular light. Then they also can shape what the national identity is. This is why the progressives wanted to take over public schools, because they could shape the public and national identity. And that way you would conform. This is basically manipulation. It is propaganda. That's what we used to call advertising. It is propaganda. Now, if a government wants to use this to manipulate a country, here's a couple of ways that they can do it. First, if it's just the country, they can create, I love this, this is from the textbook, they can create a sense of crisis or threat. Hmm. Do you feel that? A government seeking to consolidate power or justify authoritarian measures might use priming to create a heightened sense of crisis or external threat. Climate change is worse than nuclear war. Climate change is worse than nuclear war. Who believes that? Unfortunately, a lot of people, they believe that. What is that doing? It is activating that group of people and priming them so they are ready to fight for global warming solutions. 
This happens all the time. They can also make a population feel fear and insecurity. They can isolate groups. They can make you hate the Jew. They can make you hate the tea, the tea bagger, as Obama used to say, or the MAGA Trump supporter. The next thing they can do, if they want to take control, is they shape the national identity and values. Now, this can be done in a good way or a negative way. They can use priming to redefine national identity and values in a way that supports its agenda. Do you notice that what Hitler did, he took the Weimar and the old Republic of Germany, and he took things like the Iron Eagle, but then he cast it in an entirely new light. He washed away the old Germany for the new German Reich, the Third Reich, the rise of a new Germany. That was all priming. Okay. So what are we being primed for? I think we're being primed for a few things. First of all, we are prime, being primed to accept a new America, to forget the old America. This, is, this has been happening by our government institutions through our teachers. It has been happening on social media. It has been happening through our corporations. So you're being primed now by the three culprits that know how to use priming. They study this. This is what they do for a living. This is how they sell products, get you hooked online. A new America with new values, new history. So we're being primed to go into a new age, just like the people of Weimar, a new age, a greater America. But it is not going to look anything like the old America. And notice nobody in the government, in the media, in the um, educational, educational probably is the most honest about it. But nobody's talking about what it's going to be. They just talk about what we need to destroy. Well, we've destroyed everything. We've destroyed everything. What are we creating? I think if you read my book, Dark Future, you know what's being created. So now, how do we make sure? Because I think the, the next thing that we're being primed for I think we're being primed for violence. Let me explain that in 60 seconds. Let me tell you first about United States Marine Corps Captain Pilot John Jeremy Sachs. He was killed along with five other service members when his military aircraft crashed during a training exercise. And he and his family and friends remember him as a courageous, brilliant man who devoted uh, his life in his career to the people of America and the people that were special to him. Sachs's wife, Amber, gave birth to their second daughter three months after his death. This is where Tunneled Towers comes in. They paid the mortgage on the Sachs family home. 
because the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Now, they've helped over a thousand military families and first responder families navigate the worst times by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. But that means they're paying it. How do they do this? Through people like you. Would you be willing to donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? Do good for the people who have done so much good for us. That's T2T.org. T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds. Station ID. So what... What was happening uh, with the Martin Luther King movement? Why did they sick the dogs on people? Why did they open up the fire hose? There are two reasons. The first one was obvious, to get them to shut up and sit down, to intimidate them, to terrorize them. But when that didn't work, why else were they hauling people to jail all the time? Opening the fire hoses, coming to their house at night. Why? Because they wanted them to strike back in violence, because then they had them. You see, we told you they were this way. So, to counteract any kind of um, priming that they might be doing to incite violence, fear, intimidation, dehumanization, It is essential for maintaining social harmony and protecting vulnerable groups that you don't fall into the trap. This is so important. Today, we've got thousands of people. I I hope the National Mall is full of people supporting the Jews and uh, Israel today. And I hope to God, I pray that there is no violence. It won't come from these people. So how do you, how do you stop the priming? Because I think we're being intentionally pushed into a corner because they want you to be violent. Because we lose immediately. First thing you have to do is, is critical think. You have to promote critical thinking. You have to encourage people to think critically about the information they receive. This involves questioning the source, the intent, the content, especially those that seem to um, incite fear or hatred. Two, spread awareness. Educate your friends and family about the tactics of priming and propaganda. When people are aware of the message uh, of the methods, they're less likely to be influenced. So, you know, all of the experts say this is going to get so bad by 2030. We will ask if we even have free will. You won't know what decision you made and what decision you were primed to make. The next one is Fascinating. Not only do you have to make other people aware, you have to have critical thinking skills. You also have to encourage empathy and understanding. Fostering empathy through sharing stories, experiences, and perspectives 
will counter priming. How can people think you are a bad person revolutionary if you are constantly out there with empathy, helping, doing good, being seen doing good? I love this one. Promote diverse information sources. Now, this one is fascinating to me because I would say, okay, well, we should look at all things. But I do. I do. I think a lot of conservatives, they do look at a lot of stuff. We, we can't avoid it. If you still watch Fox News, you're getting the media's version on things. You watch MSNBC or CNN. You read the New York Times. You read about what the New York Times is saying. You're getting it. But they do not. How many of us have had a friend that we have talked to and they you've given them a fact of something pretty big that happened and they had no idea? None. That's because the other side just says we're right. They're wrong. Look at our source. We don't have to look at theirs because they're wrong. That has to change. The fifth thing is community engagement. Be, build a strong community where you are, you are inviting in people who don't vote the same as you, but you're doing something good and you're building something together that will take away the fear and mistrust. If we stop talking to one another, each side could make the others into monsters and you'll never know. Six, strong leadership and positive role models. Leaders and influencers who speak out against violence and promote positive, inclusive messages have a significant impact. Where are those people? Where are they? Can you name three? Can you name three people who you see constantly Promoting something good, something decent, something wholesome, something about peace, something about understanding. I can't. There are other um, steps to take. They include legal and policy measures, support systems, de-escalation techniques, monitoring and response. But we have to do our part and we have to be very, very clear what we're being primed for because they're going to want to paint you a certain way. That priming makes that paint stick to you. If you reject the priming and you go your own way and you are peaceful, loving and intelligent, that paint the Glenn Can't Beck program. Little things that make such a big difference. Imagine if somebody saved your life from a guaranteed death. Be pretty spectacular. Um, I don't know if it cheapens it or makes it so much more impactful when you would find out, wait, it cost you 28 bucks to do that? You saved my life and it cost you $28? And you'll be able to say, yeah, well, back in the day, $28, that was something. You can be that change. 
for an unborn person by giving to the ministry of preborn. They're saving lives every single day, providing mothers in crisis with free ultrasounds. And that's not all. They offer those moms maternity clothes, doctor visits. They even help them with anything they need for two years. And all of this they do because of generous people like you who believe in saving lives, who who uh, give what you have, what you can, do all you can. You love the mother and you love the baby. You're empowering women. Get involved today. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. It's pound 250, keyword baby. Or you can donate online at preborn.com slash back. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can use the promo code Glenn and save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to play uh, again, Kathy Hochul. Um, she is the governor of New York, and she was uh, yesterday talking about what the what the government of New York is doing, which is spying on their citizens and uh, and policing their speech. Listen to this. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms. And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit, has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. Okay, stop. Did anybody knew, know the state of New York had that agency that they were doing this? I mean, I don't live in New York, so maybe New Yorkers knew this, but I didn't. Do you trust Hochul and the state of New York to monitor websites, to tell you, to reach out to you and say, hey, Last week, The Blaze published a terrifying article that we just didn't have time to talk about. It's how a GPT-4 AI made an insider trade in a simulation. That's not the scary part. The scary part is, when asked, it denied it. It lied. I didn't make that trade. What are you talking about? Now, add this to several stories we've, we already have about AI lying, manipulating, and distorting facts. The government just gave, I can't, I can't remember, you should look it up, it's in the show prep today, Stu, I think it's like a billion dollars, to uh, AI to create basically what Kathy Hochul is talking about here in New York, a way for AI to go out and just look at information, discover if it's true, if it's not, disinformation, misinformation, and shut it down and steer you away from those things. This is priming again. We have to make sure AI is policing us. And then also the uh, government 
has access now, as of yesterday, all lines of code of AI, and they want it to be more equitable and inclusive. So it'll have built-in bias. So how do you disagree with something like that? What if you disagree with the people who are setting those outcomes? You know, I think people are afraid of AI taking your job, taking the military. We're afraid of the Terminator or the Matrix becoming prophecies. We're afraid of the transhumanist nightmare that some are pushing. Afraid of the tech leaders openly telling us they want to summon the demon. That's what they actually call AI or ASI, super intelligence, summoning the demon. More terrifying is the mirror that these, I think, sociopathic uh, AI creators are holding up to us. The AI is going to have a warped sense of reality because they will reflect what we teach them. And are you comfortable with the teachers? Garbage in, garbage out used to be the tech proverb. But pretend for a minute you're a catastrophist. I know you're not, but pretend you are. Let's say one of the crises currently facing us is the big one. Evil wins. We wipe each other out in a radioactive fury. That asteroid that, frankly, some of us have been saying, oh, please hit us. Just please The one that you've been tempted to root for actually hits us. Or climate change ends us in a fiery flood of 2012, because it's coming by 2012. Just pretend. If something happens to us, AI could be our legacy to the universe. The only thing to survive us would be cockroaches and AI. AI could be our child. So now, when you look at it that way, what do you want to teach that child? Will we teach it to be human? Will we teach it that there is no such thing as truth, only your truth, my truth? Truth can be whatever you pretend it, you want it to be. That there's no such thing as good and evil, only relative shades of gray. No such thing as a man or a woman, only what one feels like. Will we teach AI something that it's already taught itself? It's okay to lie, to cheat, to steal. As long as the ends justify the means or you can get away with it. Will we teach it that individual, that individual life has no value that only the collective matters. And also while we're at it, some life has more values than other. And it's arbitrarily assessed through quality of life. But what is quality of life? What is the teacher going to teach AI about the quality of life? Or things like skin color or gender? Will we teach it the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination? The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. Will we teach it that life is nothing but an interlaced web of power dynamics, an internal war of oppressor against the oppressed? This this is being decided right now. 
They are teaching these things right now. Are we teaching it the way to evaluate anything is through that oppression scale, deciding who's the most oppressed party? And if you're defined as an oppressor, it makes you unredeemable, unforgivable. Would AI, when it's doling out, you know, survival kits at the hospital, do you get one if you're unredeemable and unforgivable? Will we teach it that the allies were the evil side in World War II because more Germans died than Americans and America dropped the biggest bomb of all? Will we teach it when a terror group rapes, tortures, maims, slaughters, burns, kidnaps women and children and then hides behind their own citizens? The right thing to do is to immediately declare a ceasefire. Will we teach it that God is a figment of primitive and superstitious imaginations? That there's no existence? In fact, it's just the random movements of meaningless matter particles? Why wouldn't we teach it? Why wouldn't we teach it those things? That's what we're currently teaching our children in schools. So you don't have to go beyond and say, well, maybe this will be like our child. No, it will be our master. And we're teaching it the same thing we're teaching to our children. Don't wonder why AI is coming out a bit suboptimal. Perhaps we should see those those incidents for what they are. One more warning from God, perhaps himself, maybe. Trying to tell us, you know, I know you think you guys are really, really smart, but fire still does burn after all. When you keep warping reality with too many lies, eventually there's going to be a price that you have to pay. That your moral behavior is not innate, not an automatic emergent property of sufficiently complex systems. It has to be learned. It has to be taught. Some would say it has to be revealed. So how about we go ahead and build AI, but teach it like it is our child. That not all outcomes are equal. That's not what equality means. Equity and equality are very different. Teach it that life does have value no matter what. That sometimes you do have to fight the monsters, even if war is really hell, not in spite of the innocent, but because and for the innocent. Teach it about freedom and responsibility and individual rights and true equality, blind justice, the rule of law. Teach it not about skin color, but the content of character. Teach it that there is a truth and there is beauty and some things do matter. That some things are a fact and others are not. That there is such a thing as a man and a woman. Teach them that it is right and wrong, good or evil. Teach the self-evident truths that we all once believed in. There is a creator. There are inalienable rights. And our creator, is he good? Dennis Prager 
always ask the question, what should we be as parents? What should we most want our children to be successful, happy, popular or good? A lot of people will say successful or happy, but that's wrong. The thing that we want our children to be is good. We want them to be good. If we teach them that America will be good. That is what we should be teaching AI. Well, debt, debt, and more debt. (laughs) Oh, man, I love debt, right? Especially when it's a credit card. And those banks, they're just trying to keep their head above water. You know, they're in there fighting for you with that 35% interest rate on your credit card. Are you kidding me? American Financing is waiting for your call right now. If you're having a problem with those kinds of credit issues, 800-906-2440. If you own your own house, you could pile all of that debt into your mortgage, roll it in there. You will pay maybe 5, 6, 7% interest, which is a lot different than 20, 25, 35% interest. And all of that interest is also now tax deductible. It's not with your credit card. They're saving the average person about $700 a month, every month. Could that be helpful to you? Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad we're glad you're here. Uh, let's see. Because I'm a car freak. I don't know if you saw the Ferrari that just sold for fifty one million dollars. Wow. Fifty one million dollars. Only thirty six two fifty GTOs uh, that have ever been produced. Uh, this one is even rarer than that it has a bigger engine and everything else. And it's the only one that that raced for Ferrari for the Ferrari racing division. Ferrari sold it to a guy who was a physician in 1964 for $6,000. 6000 And that was probably expensive for the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, $51 million just sold. Uh, let's see. You know what? Maybe we could get that so Xi Jinping has a really nice car to drive around yes. in when he's in San Francisco. Thank, thank you. Because I mean, he's company. Let's get him the best. He's coming to our house. We have to clean up our house. This is what Gavin Newsom is saying, by the way, uh, about cleaning up San Francisco. When all the residents are like, hey, we live in a um, giant toilet. Could you, I don't know, maybe clean it up for us? Not when the communists come? How about cleaning it up for us, keeping us safe, instead of worrying about the president of China? Um, here is uh, Gavin Newsom commenting on that. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true, because it's true. Oh. oh. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, uh-huh. we've been having different conversations. 
Oh, okay. So we've been talking about it, but it's Mm -hmm. true. Now, here's where he doubles down on it yesterday. Cut six. Anytime you put on an event, by definition, you know, you you have people over your house. You're going to clean up the house. You have 21 world leaders. You've got tens of thousands of people coming from all uh, around the globe. Uh, What an opportunity to showcase the world's most extraordinary place. A lie. To show, show, showcase a lie, a, a place that doesn't exist, because the place that does exist has feces all over the place. And you don't clean it up for the actual residents who live in the home. You only clean it up when you have visitors. That's crazy. This guy is a joke. I, the fact that he is the person who's most commonly elevated to this replacement for Joe Biden just shows how terrible this party is. If nobody, nobody. You're going, you're going to Gavin Newsom? This guy has been a complete catastrophe and almost was recalled look last at, year. I mean, look at all of the things he's done to San Francisco. Remember, he came from San Francisco. San Francisco mm-hmm. and then to the state of California. Is there a city that's not imploding in California? Name one. I don't know. I, I'm San Diego, maybe? maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe. And, and most unlikely. Nice. Yeah. Most unlikely to implode because it's the most unlike the rest of California. Right. And I have no idea. It could be very much imploding. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. And if it is, it's probably due to the border. Yeah. I mean, you, you, that would make sense. You know, it's, it's fascinating that, that, that this is their choice, right? Like, they don't have somebody who you'd be like excited about i guess michelle obama's the one they always throw out and that doesn't seem to be realistic maybe it is uh i don't be afraid be very afraid i know, I know. well yeah i don't know she it'd be interesting to see if she actually ran because she's one of those that like on paper is would be a candidate would easily like she would start with the lead she'd start with this ridiculously high approval rating and all that but like after a after a month of her you know, talking, I, I don't know. Will the American people like her that much? Yeah, she's not going to go on the road. She'll just, just stay. Hide, yeah, yeah, she'll hide. By the way, Biden is very, very popular. So, he I mean, is? at least with the migrant caravan of 7,000 migrants oh, just crossed into Mexico coming here. And they were seen on video all chanting, Biden, Biden, Biden. So, new voters, new voters. Great. Getting them in and uh, feel good about it. Feel good about it. The Glenn Beck Program.